The Little Robber Girl by Deirdre Dwyer and Broken Crow is brought to you on RTE Junior Radio in association with Babaro International Arts Festival for Children. Created with support from Garter Lane Arts Centre and The Everyman. Episode 1. Meeting Matty. <laughs> nah, uh, too fast for them. Uh, still have the donuts, Maddie. <laughs> oh, well, I do. I got them here. Six jam donuts. Two for you and four for me. Because I'm a growing girl and you're already fully grown, Art. Yeah, stop talking about it. Just give me them. Give me them. Give me them. Go on, give me them. Give me them. Give me them. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you sugar on your face, Maddie. Let me lick it off for you. I'll lick it off for you. <laughs> ah, it's lovely. That's the best bit you have. Ah, stop, Arthur. That tickle. Stop. Ugh, hush up now. No more barking or they'll hear <clears throat> I'm afraid it's a bit late for that, young lady. You and your dog are coming with me now. Of course, officer. <gasps> hey, what do you think you're doing? We're getting away. Run, Arthur. Stop. Run. Stop right there. Stop. Someone stop that little girl. Maddie Roberts is a thief. She is a cunning, quicksilver, sleight of hand genius and a very fast runner. Sure, I'd have to be. Her best friend is a dog called Arthur. Or Art. Or Artie. Or Artichoke. He's been my best pal since I was four years of age. Matty is 11 years of age, so for the past seven years they have been <clears throat> thick as thieves. They live with Mags, Matty's mum, and her fearsome gang of robbers. Fearsome? Well, just because they are good and kind to you, Matty, doesn't mean they're not tough as nails and as hard as iron. Mags rescued these men from a dangerous situation when Matty was a tiny baby, and they have been like family ever since. They'd do anything for Mags. And for me. And for Matty. At the moment, this wily crew live together on a 30-foot-long river barge. The boat means it's easy to get away when there's trouble. Here, did you tell them about me special ability? Uh, yes, I've already told them about your skills as a thief. Not that. The other thing? Yes, I told them that you're a fast runner. Not that. Did you tell them about how I'm able to understand animals? Oh, well, quite. But some people find that kind of thing hard to believe, so I was reluctant to bring it up. I don't care about what some people think, especially if it's actually true. Not one word of a lie. So tell him. Go on. I'm waiting. <clears throat> well, Matty Roberts can also hear the thoughts of animals. And well I can. As I was saying, before I was interrupted... As soon as I lock eyes with a creature, it's like a radio tuning in. I can hear their thoughts. People are more tricky, but I usually get the sense if they're telling the truth or not. I haven't had much luck in them understanding me, though. Except Art. He gets me. Uh, quite. And I'm sure it is a very useful skill for someone in your line of work. Now, if I may continue... Suit yourself. I just thought it was something they might want to know. Indeed. <clears throat> Matty's mother, Mags, is a notorious thief and her gang have earned quite the formidable reputation in thieving circles. Outside of these small and dangerous circles, they try to stay as unknown as possible. 
As soon as Matty could stand and slip a banana into her pocket, she aided and abetted her mother as best she could. But they still won't let me go with them on the big jobs. They say I'm too little and maybe a bit too reckless. And I really don't like doing what I'm told. Being bad was good behaviour for Matty Roberts, and the idea of right and wrong is not at all straightforward to a girl who grew up as she did. Now, shall we get on with it? Go on, so I suppose you might as well. One day, after a day exploring the market, Matty Roberts returned home to the barge to find Sam, the biggest and beardiest member of the gang, rearranging all the plant pots onto the roof of the barge. Hiya, Sam. I'm back. Good stuff, pet. What are you up to, Sam? Just sorting out the plants. Getting ready for a quick departure in case we need to get out of here at top speed. How do you get on today with, uh, you know, shopping? But why would we need to do that? We only landed here this morning. Normally we stay in a place for a few weeks at least. Nothing to worry about. It's just that your mum's not home yet. She's not here? No, not yet. Nothing to worry about, I'm sure. Well, what did you get for us, girl? The market was grand. No hassle. I got this big salmon from a stall. I swiped it when Art pretended to get tangled up under the counter. I kind of felt bad because the young fella was pure sound to Artie after. Wasn't he, Art? <laughs> Untangled him and gave him a rub and a drink of water. But you know, don't, don't doubt it. it. Just, Just do, do it. it. That's it, Matty girl. Pass that fish over this way. That's only massive. That'll do us for a few days. Well done. I got you and the lads new undies and socks from the shopping centre as requested. That was pure speed and sleight of hand. The security guard was too busy on his phone to pay a blind bit of notice to a wee one like me. Dope. Great. The socks I'm wearing have holes in the toes and the heels at this stage. Do you get any good colours, Matty? Just black ones. They were at the end of the rail so easiest to pocket. A pity. Tom does love a coloury sock. But good job, Matty. These are great. And last but not least... Art and I had a donut snack on the way home. That was a little hairier. We had to dodge a guard, but none too risky. You know yourself. Did you save me one? Ha! Nah. Sorry, they're well gone. Well, I hope you're not too full. Harry was able to put his hands on some veg on his wander through town. So with the spuds mics after growing up on the roof and them, it'll be a salmon feast for dinner. And a bit for Arthur too? Ah, yeah. Sure, we have to thank us, don't we? <laughs> Matty and Arthur then made their way into the barge. They passed Mike, with a nod, sitting at the bench in the galley kitchen, reading the newspaper with a pen in his hand. Hiya, Mike. Any sign of man yet? Not yet, pet. When do we start to get worried? Not till it gets dark. Then you know the plan. You can't just go and leave her here. You know the plan, Matty. And there's no ifs and buts about that. Your mam would kill us if we waited for her. It wouldn't be worth it. Where do you think she is, Mike? I don't know, but it might have to do with the visitor earlier. What? A visitor to the barge? We've never had a visitor before, have we? As soon as Mags set eyes on the woman, she told us all to make ourselves scarce. She looked just like your ma'am. The long red curly hair and the bright blue eyes and all. Who was she? You know us lads are not here to ask questions about who comes to talk to your ma'am, Matty. I know that. But I also know you have a grand pair of ears on that are very good at listening. I beg your pardon? What are you two chatting about? Just telling Matty about this afternoon's visitor. You said quite enough there, Mike. He knows something. What's going on, Sam? Mike? We don't know anything, Matty. A woman came here, 
they chatted. Mags was a bit cross. Then they left together. Here, Matty, did Mags ever talk to you about having a sister? No. She never said a thing about a That's sister. That's enough, Mike. You know the deal, Matty. If one of us don't come home before dark, then we pack up the barge and head to the next meeting point. Don't, don't doubt, doubt it. it. Just, Just do it. it. All that, but we never ever left Mammy behind before. We've another while before sundown. Let's wait and see. Now it's nearly time to eat. Tom, Harry, dinner in fifteen minutes. Right, I'll be back to help set up the table in a minute. Just going to. Hi, Matty. Can I have me pen back? Sorry, Mike. Here, I slipped it into me pocket. Just a habit. I know. Keep those skills sharp. Matty was not at all satisfied that she had been told everything and wandered out of the galley kitchen and back into the sleeping berths. Something's up, Art. A strange woman. What's going on? Mam wouldn't leave without letting me know anything, would she? Not even leaving a note. A note? Did you check the logbook? Mags is always writing in that. Uh, Maybe she wrote something in that before she left, yeah? Genius! You are a stone-cold genius, Art. The logbook. Yeah. If she wants to leave a message for the lads, that's just where she'd leave it. They'd need to check that to see the next rendezvous place. At that, Matty headed off on a snoop to see what she could discover in the captain's Uh, log. Sorry now, but would we really call it a snoop? Like... The lads were clearly keeping something from me. I would certainly call what you did snooping. May I proceed? Sure, go on away, I suppose. Thank you. Matty slipped back to her mam's berth and looked under the pillow. There, where it always was, lay Mag's captain's log. Let's have a look. Yes, there's a new entry. What does it say? What does it say? Tell it to me. What's going on, eh? Tell me some. She's gone with her sister, Maureen. Her sister? That means I've an auntie. What about you, Matty, eh? What about you? Does it mention you? Does it, does it, does it? Well, yeah, it might say something about me staying with the lads on the barge. Why does she never let us have any part of the good jobs? Not sure, Matty. My speed and your smarts. But I guess we'd, uh, we better do what we're told, yeah? You know, I hate doing what I'm told, Art. And besides, Mam will be lost without us. Matty! Dinner's ready. What are you up to back there, pet? Nothing. Coming, Sam. Matty slipped the open map that was under the logbook into one of her many pockets. As she strolled past her own berth, she pulled her backpack down and concealed it by her side. At the table, Sam was dishing up spuds while Mike was serving the salmon onto plates. Matty pocketed two of the hot spuds as she passed the bowl. Just gotta check something outside, Sam. I'll be back in a sec. Okay, Matty. But don't be long. I'm serving up now. What's going on, Maddie? Dinner time, come on. I know, Art, but look it. The sun is going down. You and me both know from her note that Mam's not coming back tonight. They'll find out later when they're looking for the rendezvous point, and after that, they'll never let us out of their sight. If we don't get out of here soon, we'll be stuck on the bar to the lads waiting for three days. I won't be able to stand that. Maddie! Are you right? Your dinner's going cold. This is it, Art. The canal bank isn't too far away. Hop into me bag. I'm sure I can make it. Arthur did as he was told, and Matty slung the bag over her shoulders. Then the small girl turned and ran. Don't 
out and just do it. Matty! Matty! Hey, Sam. I don't see her. Matty, where are you? She's not on this side. Not over here, either. Matty, is she gone? Matty! And so, Matty Roberts was on the run, with only a wisp of a plan and a strong feeling in her gut. I'm nearly always guided by me gut. Mam's going out to see that the docks will be the best place to start. That's it, Art. Get a wriggle on. We're off. You have been listening to the voices of Jackie Kelleher, Nicholas Kavanagh, Deirdre Dwyer, Michael Power and Joe Marr. The illustrator for episode one was Danny Foley. For more information about the cast and crew, go to deirdredwire.com or brokencrow.ie. This project was only possible thanks to the support of the Arts Council, Waterford City and County Council Arts Office, Imagine Arts Festival and you, the listener.